You're listening to the Heart-Centered Service Podcast. A podcast to help freelancers create the lifestyle of their dreams while doing work that brings them purpose. I'm your host, Francesca Mamlin. And I'm your other host, Krista Aoki. Each week, we'll release new episodes with tips and personal stories for online service-based entrepreneurs. We hope you enjoy. Welcome to episode 23 of Heart-Centered Service. In today's episode, we're talking with Angela Ocampo of Golden Oasis Media about attracting your soulmate clients using Pinterest. Angela is the founder of Golden Oasis Media, a Pinterest management and strategy studio. She's a blogger turned Pinterest wizard who has a heart for helping creative entrepreneurs and online coaches create a community of raving fans with the power of Pinterest. And besides Pinterest, she's obsessed with plants, all things spiritual, and feeding her soul with travel adventures. And Angela was just telling us that she is currently in Bali. So um, Angela, why don't you introduce yourself? And yeah, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, thank you guys so much for having me. So I'm Angela and I'm the founder of Golden Oasis Media. Uh, We're a Pinterest studio. We've been in service for like about a year and a half now. And I just recently took my business like nomad. (laughs) And so um, I love helping my, like my specialty is helping like creative entrepreneurs and people that are in the service space industry as well as bloggers. Um, so yeah, I just love Pinterest and I love using the power of Pinterest to grow businesses because I think it's so underutilized. I think now it's becoming a little bit bigger, um, but I, I see that it's growing now and I love educating. Another aspect of it is not just doing like Pinterest management, but also educating people to do Pinterest on their own. So I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to teach you guys about Pinterest. I love it. And um, I've been following you on Instagram for a while and you, um, she like goes live on Instagram and does like little trainings on Pinterest regularly. And like, she's got all kinds of content out there, like educating people on using Pinterest and like DIYing the Pinterest strategy for their business. So I love that. Um, So yeah, let's, let's talk some Pinterest. So let's start with the basics. Um, Tell us a little bit about Pinterest um, and why it's a platform that freelancers should be using. Yeah, so I don't know um, how familiar you guys are with Pinterest, but like the basic thing is that it's a search engine. So a lot of people confuse it as a social media network, but it's actually a search engine. um, And that's what makes it so different. And I think that's why people kind of get overwhelmed with it because it works very different than how Instagram works, for example. Um, So when people go on Pinterest, they're on a mission, like they're there to learn something new, they're there to get inspired, um, they're there to find a solution to their problems. So this already makes them um, in a different place in the buyer journey because if they land on your website, you already know that they are looking for the solution that you that you offer like they don't land on your website by accident um they're there with a purpose so that already makes them so different than how like a instagram follower is because they're a little bit more passive and how they're just like following along and they're not really you know looking to get off the platform to learn something like they might but pinterest the whole purpose is to get people off the platform and onto your website. So freelancers, I think that they should be using this platform for a few reasons. Um, 
One of them is that it puts them right in front of their target audience um, and, and the target audience who is actively looking for their, the solution that they offer, which is like their services. Um, and then with the right content marketing strategy, um, it also sends the right people uh, to their website, which means like more eyes on your services and more eyes on your amazing content that you work so hard to put out. And I think it's also a, a, a platform that I love because it's so low maintenance. Uh, when you have, like when you master it, like the setup it is, learning it can be, it, there can be a learning curve. Um, but once you have it mastered, it runs on autopilot for you and it literally can bring you website traffic while you sleep. So I think that is pretty awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. So it like works for you once you set it up. It mm -hmm. um, connects you with people who are in like a warmer stage of the buyer journey. And it just like, it sounds like it's just this incredible platform with all of these opportunities. Um, and at the same time, like I, I feel like it's kind of under the radar. Um, as a marketing strategy like I feel like it's kind of like people get really into like Instagram and Facebook and then like after that they're like oh and then there's also Pinterest um, probably because it's in a completely different league when it comes to social media yeah. so yeah it's definitely like it's something that shouldn't be overlooked um, so for somebody who is um, wanting to get started out on Pinterest what are the first steps that they need to take in order to like start building that presence and um, attracting people on Pinterest? Yeah, so I think the easiest way to break it down is into like three phases. So the first phase would be just to focus on setting up your profile and optimizing it with the idea in mind that it is a search engine because a lot of the time um, I see people using it as a social media network, like where they don't optimize every single part of their profile, for example, like their display name or their bio. Um, you need to optimize this with keywords. And so that would be the first focus, like just focus on, you know, creating boards that your target audience is interested in. So like find out, well, the first step is finding out what your target audience like needs help with. What are their pain points? What are they interested in? How can you attract them to your profile by, by providing value to them and by posting about topics that's going to help them um, no matter how small it is, right? So um, again, just like using those keywords everywhere that your target audience is, is, is using and making sure that your profile is fully optimized and set up. So that's the first phase. The second phase is making sure that you have at, le at least like 10 pieces of free content that deliver massive value and that take your audience from point A to point B. So I talk a lot about how the importance of the, a blog is in your business, not only for Pinterest, but I think just in general, it helps you with SEO, it, it positions you as an expert. So I always recommend even, you know, even if you have a podcast, even if you have videos, just embed them into your website so it lives on your website. So that's what I recommend. Um, just having some kind of free content that delivers high, uh, massive value. And that way you have content to work with to send to Pinterest and to lead people back to your website. And then phase three, I would say, is to get in front of your target audience by uh, joining the right community. So that would be like group boards, um, Tailwind tribes. And so you want to get into these communities that are very niche, that have your target audience in them. You, just, you don't want to join just like 
random ones that have everyone and their mom and them. You kind of wanted to have, you wanted to be very niche. Um, so that way you can get your content in front of the right people. And that way you're, um, you're putting, you're growing your, your content's exposure and making sure that you're reaching the people that you want to reach. So those are the three things, um, the three phases that I think that you should get started with focusing on like the profile, the setup and the optimization, then focus on, cre focus on creating high value contents, at least like 10 pieces, and then focus on um, maximizing your reach by getting in front of the right communities. So I think that's a good start. Yeah, I love the point that you make of creating um, content and specifically like, well, at least 10 pieces that bring your audience from point A to point B, because then a natural progression in this is your service can be point B to point C. Um, yeah. So uh, that's brilliant. And I think that's a really great way for someone to even start thinking about their content strategy. So yeah, that's awesome. Totally. Yeah. And I think I think it's even like it doesn't matter how small the the journey is from point A to point B. I think, you know, even if it's small as for example, if you're like a website designer, uh, people want to know how to maybe like update their sidebar or something like that. That is something that's an issue that the problem that you need to solve now. Um, so thinking like that, like how can each piece of content solve a problem no matter how small it is and then that way that leads like like you said it leads them into okay maybe this is totally overwhelming and i need your help and i need you to just do it for me um totally even coming from like the perspective of creating content for um for web design as you're saying like um it's just these small problems like as a website designer that's a small yeah that's like a really easy thing but it's a problem that people have and it's something that people search so yeah just even like something really simple from your perspective, a really simple pain point um, that your clients could have, um, turning that into a piece of content. That's super simple. That's brilliant. <laughs> For sure. Totally with you on that. Yeah. And um, like, I think most people know, like, you know, you figure out your, your potential clients pain points by like doing research and talking to the clients. And um, I know that Pinterest, as you said, like has like an element of SEO to it because it is a search engine more than it's just like a social media platform. Um, so what I was wondering is when it comes to Pinterest SEO, like I know with um, like regular SEO, like with Google, you have to kind of get clear on like what kind of languaging are people going to be using when they're searching? Um, like how, how is Pinterest SEO different and like how can you do keyword research for Pinterest? Yeah, so um, there are a various ways to do keyword research, but the main way uh, to do Pinterest research for keywords is to just do it on the platform. So the cool thing about Pinterest is when you go into Pinterest and you type something in the search bar, it automatically shows you the words or the phrases that are most searched for related to that keyword. So, so it shows you and it ranks it by popularity. So if it's the first thing that, that it shows you, um, that means it's super popular and people are searching for that phrase. Um, so once you hit enter, it's going to pop up. It's called like a suggestion bar. So at the bottom, it shows you, you know, a lot of phrases and keywords that are searched for on that. So that's the main thing that I use to do that keyword research. Um, I just do it in Pinterest. Another way that I recently 
kind of um, found out about is that you can go into the Pinterest ad dashboard. You don't have to like create an ad or anything, but the cool thing about the Pinterest ad dashboard is that it actually shows you the search volume. So that's something you can't do just with using the regular like search engine and the suggestion uh, the search bar and the suggestion bar. So this is something that you can take into account. Um, if you want to really go in depth, you can go into the Pinterest ad dashboard and just do the same thing, like start typing in a word and it's going to show you the search volume for the related keywords and the phrases that you're trying to look for. So that's what I recommend um, in terms of, you know, doing that keyword research. Just stick, just do it uh, in the Pinterest itself because uh, everything is in there like the algorithm like I wouldn't recommend it doing it anywhere else you, you can get some ideas from Google because it is kind of the thing with Pinterest is that people they kind of it's it's shorter the things that they sh they search on Pinterest and it's shorter like they'll search like uh, like let's say um, entrepreneur and then that's it like they'll just get a bunch of um, you know results on that on Google it's a little bit more specific like they'll search like how to uh, hire a virtual assistant and something like that on Pinterest is just like kind of just like maybe a top like three words um, so I would just stick to Pinterest and do those things that I that I mentioned in order to find those keywords that are very highly searched related to those keywords you know, Pinterest is a, a traffic driver, and I think that's one of the main assets of it is that, like, it just drives a lot of traffic to your audience, people who are going to, like, stay there and, like, consume your content and stuff. What are some of the things that you can do on Pinterest to attract people that are eventually going to become, like, paying clients or, like, soulmate clients? Yeah, so I like to recommend two main things. So a lot of them revolve around really getting to know who you're trying to target and like so like your target audience and getting inside their heads and um i like to recommend that you do some research beforehand so if you have like an instagram community or if you just can uh, post a poll on facebook groups um this is a method that you these are a few methods that you can use to know what your target audience is struggling with so you can understand their pain points and know what they're searching for based on that so knowing that having that a little bit of research and background then you can start creating some kind of free content like i was mentioning before that provides uh, massive value so whether that's blogs whether that's videos uh, podcast and that content needs to directly solve a problem and the reason for this is because if you know exactly what your target audience's pain points are you can serve them a hundred times better and you can create content that is going to pique their curiosity and it's going to get them to be like wow this is really going to help me i i'm going to go check this out and bam like they land on your website so um, by by providing that help like you're you're providing that resource for them and and you're coming at a place of serving them and and you're it's like you're kind of like in their head because you already know what they need help with and you're putting that content out there that you know you know that's going to help them and that that makes it more likely for them to click over to your website because they need help with that and you know you know that already so the second thing that you need to do is use those keywords all over your profile that your target audience is searching for, um, leading back to the solution that you offer. So for example, if you're like a blog writer 
or uh, for entrepreneurs, you would do research on what entrepreneurs are searching for. And um, if they're like searching for like blog, blog writing services, or if they're searching for like blog writing tips, you want to include those words in your display name, in your bio, um, in your board titles, in your board descriptions, and in all your pins as well. So it all goes back to doing that research, knowing um, what your target audience struggles with, and then go doing that keyword research in Pinterest and having like, you can have like a kind of like a keyword bank to know exactly um, where, what you should, what words you should be using on your profile. And then once you have that, also creating content around those struggles. And that way you are coming at a place from serving them and they'll naturally start going to your website because you're creating content that is helping them one way or another. Awesome. And so what is the, what is the next step after um, optimizing your profile um, with keywords? So um, what is the next step in yeah, the Pinterest strategy? Yeah. So after that, um, it's about, like I mentioned before, like getting in front of the right communities. Um, because if you're just starting out on Pinterest, your reach is going to be pretty low. And so you're not going to have a ton of followers. So the, the first thing that you want to focus on is, is getting into group boards, getting into Tailwind Tribes. And Tailwind Tribes is actually uh, free. Like if you, if you don't have a paid uh, account, you can still use them. And so I would focus on those two things. And after that, it's about, you know, creating that content that consistently, like I think consistently is, is super important. You need to um, just, I know like at the first, like the first few months, it might not seem like you're getting a lot of traction, um, but just keep posting content that is helpful for your target audience, um, getting in front of those right communities um, and be, be consistent with it. So maybe like the first month you'll join five group boards and, and post like 30 monthly pins in Tailwind Trends. And the second month do the same and maybe like increase it depending on the content that you're creating. So um, I think that's the main focus if you wanna grow is just um, putting out content, Get, getting your uh, getting more exposure for your content by putting your getting in front of the right communities and just being consistent with it like uh, getting onto I love Tailwind um, so it's something that you can automate your schedule um, so that's that yeah, that's what I recommend for the next steps in order to continue to grow yeah, and um, I like what you said earlier about making sure that you are joining niche group boards and niche tailwind tribes, because then um, you know that if someone repins your content, they're interested in your niche. And so like, so then their followers are interested in that niche. And so instead of your pin showing up to like random people, um, Pinterest and Tailwind know like, okay, so say you're a freelance writer, um, and you're writing about like, yes, like um, whatever freelance writing clients would be looking for, like maybe even like a topic on um, on search engines and keyword, keyword research and um, optimizing an article for SEO. Um, so you know that your article on SEO is going to be repinned by people um, in your community. And so then people in your community or who could be a future part of your community will see it. So just like, yeah, I love that tip to um, to be specific with your niche. 
Yeah, for sure. I think that's also one of the biggest um, mistakes that I see people making is they'll, they'll join um, like group boards or tailwind and tribes that aren't in their niche. It's kind of like just like a free for all. And um, that's not really going to get you the growth that you want because you're not getting in front of, like you said, those people that can be part of your community. Um, so you definitely want to make that a priority. And there's a ton of like group boards and talent tribes that are in your niche. You just have to look for them. And if not, you can always create your own too and just continue to grow it and, and get those people that are meant to be in your community. Um, so what are the most common mistakes that you see freelancers making when it comes to promoting their services on Pinterest? Yeah, so, um, well, apart from, like I mentioned, the, the not joining the group boards and niches, I think it's also just leading the pins to their website without adding any real value. So the thing with Pinterest is that it, it is cold traffic. Like, yes, these people, they already know that, you know, when they land on your site, they already have a purpose. Like they, they didn't land on your website by accident. They're, they're there with a purpose. But first of all, like they don't know who you are. Um, they also don't know what your expertise is. And that means that it's hard for them to trust you. And especially like if you're just leading them to a website and not giving them the next steps that you want them to take, um, then it's 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 hard for them to know like what 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 do I do next or like how can I know more about you. So, in order to get them to trust you, you have to provide that value first. So you need to lead with the value, and that's why I'm a big advocate for leading people to your free content first and then having those call to actions inside like your your free content that lead to your services because with your free content that is how you're going to warm people up and that's how you're going to get them to trust you first um then that way they'll be more motivated to invest in your services because at the end of the day like kind of like how that old saying goes um like people don't buy goods and services they buy like relations and magic and stories and so they need to like and they need to trust you in order to invest in your services. So I definitely recommend instead of just leading people from to like your website, just lead them to your free content first and then kind of like pitch them your services or like products or digital products, things like that. Yeah, and I think um, like it's really important because it speaks to how you have to be intentional and it speaks to how you have to be intentional in your marketing strategy. And I feel like that really goes for like any social media platform that you're working with. Like you have, you can't just like drive people to your website and then they're just kind of there and they're like, okay, what's next? Like you have to like have places for them to go and you have to know what they're looking for. Otherwise they're just going to like bounce. Um, so that's really good advice. Um, you have to know like, what's what you, have, you always have to know what the next step is when it comes to marketing um so what is what yes. one thing that someone can do today like a quick actionable thing if they wanted to just like up their pinterest game um so i would say is to make sure that all your pins have a pin description that is using uh that are used the keywords that your target audience is searching for but not only that, but actually doing the research. So you can go in and um, just make sure that all your pins that lead back to your website have 
a pin description. And I recommend that you use the entire 500 characters. And I see a lot of people that'll just use, you know, like a few lines, but I, I like to recommend that you take advantage of the whole space. And you also want to add a few hashtags. So not only having those keywords, but you also want to add a few hashtags. I recommend about three to five hashtags per pin. And these, you want them to be uh, a little bit broad. Um, so not very specific because if they're too specific, they won't have a lot of uh, search traffic. But so for example, if it's something like content marketing or like marketing tips, those are a little bit broader. Um, mm -hmm. So those help you better than something that's too specific. So that's what I recommend. Something that easy that you can implement today is just making sure your pin, your pin descriptions are fully optimized and adding those hashtags that are broader. That's, that's so interesting. Tip that they have to be like broader instead of really specific. Cause like on Instagram, like you have to be yeah. like really specific with your hashtags. So that's interesting yeah. how it works the other way. Yeah, yeah. And I think I think that's something that, the hashtags are so pretty new to Pinterest. So a lot of people, they, they don't really know how they work. Um, and they do think they work like Instagram hashtags, but they do work a little bit different. Um, and they're becoming more used now than they were than they used to be. So it's definitely something to keep in mind. Yeah. So thank you so much for taking the time to be on the show. Um, it's we've been wanting to do a Pinterest episode for a while, and um, this has been so awesome. So if somebody wants to um, get in touch with you, work with you, learn more about learn more about Pinterest from you, how can they get in touch with you? Um, where do you hang out on the interwebs? Yeah, so you can go to my website, it's goldenoasismedia.com. And I also hang out a lot on Instagram. So my handle on Instagram is at goldenoasismedia. So you can definitely find me on Instagram. I do stories, I do tips. So, and like Fran said, I do Instagram lives. So if you wanna do a DUI your own Pinterest, definitely go follow me on there. Awesome, everyone. So follow Angela on Pinterest at Golden Voice Media. Um, check out her stories and her Insta lives. Um, and yeah, thank you so much for coming on to the show. It was awesome having you. Thank you guys so much for having me. It was super fun. For all of you listening out there, <laughs> we'll see you next Monday. In the meantime, we love to hear your feedback um, written in a review on iTunes or uh, via DMs on Instagram. So please hit us up. Um, if not, talk to you next week. Bye. Aloha.